What's happening, everyone? Hello. We're back again. Another awesome episode. Episode 13. Yes, of Clear the Haze. Clear the Haze. Out here again. Um, We have a cool, awesome, spectacular guest with us today. I mean, let, let's face it, people. Like, the guests we bring on this show are pretty, pretty crazy people. Yeah, Like, yeah. they're doing things different. They're not doing this ordinary, you no. know, schmucky kind of way. No, they're, no. they're going at it in a different direction because they know they can do it. Exactly. And execution is what we're all about. Exactly. And who we're our executioner today? Who is our executioner today? Chris Manthe. Yes. She's a fashion designer. Yes. And she's about to tell us everything she knows. She is an entity, a force, <laughs> and we're glad that you were able to join us here I'm today. I'm really excited to be here. Ooh, Ooh I like, like that. Chat yeah. it out with yeah. you two. Okay, okay. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, I have a good feeling about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, she came in and she was just like, "Well, first of all, we should acknowledge we were just watching the LeBron James game. Yes, that was. Yes. I'm claiming it his game because it was like it he was, was. That's the only reason anyone was watching it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure the ratings dropped as soon as he passed Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like I like, like, ah, I mean, we turned it off. <laughs> so the lights in Staples Center probably went out. Who knows? <laughs> Everyone's like, "All right, yeah. the other team won. Let's just go." But and and Chris isn't. Do, do you follow sports, Chris, at all? I do not follow sports that much. Yeah. So I'm really honored to be a part of this piece of history yeah. that the two of you have introduced me to. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's it, cool. For, we're forever tied to this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Absolutely. Uh, we can call up LeBron and all have dinner sometimes. <laughs> or like when he passes the next guy. Oh, Kobe. We'll, we'll have to like, you know, reunite. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just go to the game that time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You think you think Kobe would go out? Like, you think he'd come out? No, he's watching at home as nah, well. Yo, but those are like He's two mad. of like they're still oh man that's crazy like they they're still super relevant like Kareem is too but you know. yeah everyone everyone's relevant when you're that when, when you're, you're that in the big, top five yeah, of top any five, profession you're some forever serious relevant. status going on exactly yeah, like exactly. who's who's your top five in fashion well Karl Lagerfeld was one yeah. and he recently passed yeah rest in peace um, Saint Laurent mm-hmm. and who I stalked in Paris once by you know choice <laughs> <laughs> hey when you get an opportunity and he's right there why not yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and i have a lot of admiration for stella mccartney these days mm, nice. and um i'm really liking phoebe philo and even alberry bez i don't know what he's up to these days but i can't wait to see his comeback yeah wow that's legit well i'm gonna be completely honest with you all those names were just like flew really flew i'm just like yo really? I, i'm i'm i don't pay attention to clothes the that first much. three i knew i'm not very fashionable myself yeah however i'm always envious of those who are because i yeah. just i just maybe it's because i'm six five and clothes don't really come in my size <laughs> but I don't know. I just always wanted to be just cool and all of that jazz. I don't know. I for me, for me, it's just like I, I feel like I'm caring too much about what I look like, and I'm just like ah, it's just something I'm gonna wear. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm gonna look at myself and be yeah. like, oh, you look good. Yeah. But then there's those days when I'm just like, I don't really care. Like I'll wear whatever, yeah. and then I'll go do something, and then you'll meet someone, and then it's like life will change yeah but are you caring more these days because of social media you never know when somebody's like hey we gotta snap a pic 
you know, so you have to make sure you have your look going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Or you're caring less. But no, I, I would I would say I still don't. don't I'm a really t-shirt care. kind of guy, and everyone <laughs> around me knows that. So I'm okay with it. You know, I, I'm wearing a comic book tee that I tie dyed and messed up. So <laughs> yeah, I, I still wear it. So. Dude, honestly, like if I, during the summer in LA, I'm wearing shorts all the time. Like that's <laughs> just what I'm doing, unless it's like a business thing. I'm at home and I'm wearing shorts and I'm just like, I'm just chilling yeah. and I'm going to play video games and I'm going to go out to eat wherever I want because I got money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're letting your skin up. breathe, you know, yeah, exactly. So many, I, I've been meeting so many people recently that are just like, I'm just a homebody and I understand that. But then at the same time, you just, you're, you're kind of limiting yourself a little bit, you know? And I, I'm just like, just go out, just go meet people. Like it's, maybe it's a fear of, I don't know where to start. I don't know where I should go what i would do some people just truly enjoy being at home bro yeah. if you have any sense of the world you're connected in some way where you'll meet other people like you can't yeah. tell me there's someone who's just living under a rock somewhere i mean there could be don't I get me wrong there definitely are like but but for this point i'm saying like it's it's very rare like there's a very very small percentage and they're usually just serial killers and like crazy people <laughs> but you're also getting like this new group of people that truly wants to like check out on purpose yeah because yeah. it's like too much going on in the world or they hate the u.s president or something yeah, and so they're just like i am out yeah yeah no. i mean yeah. what happened to all those people who were saying they were going to go to canada what happened <laughs> what uh, happened to all that bullshit canada was like no thanks yeah exactly it's cold there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is cold I, I went to vancouver in may and it was cold it was like yeah bro that's not even the cold part of canada yeah nah i'm not trying i mean you can go to like Calgary and places like that, Alberta. But the thing about it, like you're like oh. L.A., Calgary, yeah. Yeah. L.A., Alberta. Mm. Yeah, for real, right? Yeah, that's why a lot of people don't leave this place. You know? So, like, what's your favorite place? You 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 said that you've been in New York for a while, but is that your favorite? Is that your favorite? place Actually, to be? New York is one of my favorite. L.A. Yeah? is the second. Though, oh, okay. You know. okay. And but mostly it's because of diversity. I uh -huh. think New York and LA are the most diverse cities in the US. Yeah. And I enjoy that vibe. Nice. It's a good vibe. International it's a chill vibe. vibe. Yeah. A peaceful vibe. Nice. Where everyone's not so on edge. If anyone's on edge in this city, it's over money <laughs> before anything else. I know. <laughs> that's I all know. That's a big part of this city. I just saw this documentary where uh, it was it was about LA's hidden homeless and it's about people that aren't like the homeless you think of but they were simply priced out of where they were staying mm. and they can't afford to stay anywhere else because those rates don't exist anymore mm. and you know income doesn't rise much and housing does in this city unfortunately so that's that's just a whole new crop of issues popping up but who knows maybe someday this podcast will get big enough to where we can address it and do something about it yeah that'd be tight positive influences for sure dude yeah for sure no yeah. honestly i i actually heard about that recently mm -hmm. i was just like yo like people get bought out by the government or they if anything they they invest their money and then they have a big thing that happens and then they're like i can't pay rent anymore which mm -hmm. is really all it comes down to if you just can't pay rent you're gonna go homeless yeah. <laughs> you're just like oh yeah, yeah. what do i city, do now they do not care <laughs> they I, do not i broke care. my ankle and i was like oh sorry I'm, i've been in the hospital the last two weeks can i like pay you a couple days later and he's like no you have three days or you're gonna get served papers blah 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 and i was like jesus dude like give me 
a break, man. Like I'm, yeah. I'm broken right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm having to second. patch myself. Like, geez, up. I've yeah. been here for like four years now. I'm not going anywhere, bro. Come on. Damn. You're definitely yeah. gonna get paid, but they don't care. There's no humanity in it. It's just business, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. And there's always someone right there ready to take your spot. Mm-hmm. That's Damn. the worst part about it. That's a whole supply and demand thing. Exactly. They yeah. know like, oh, if you get out, I can hike the rent up a couple more bucks and get some rich kid to come in here. Yeah. They don't know any better. They just want to stay somewhere. And they, they might re- replace like a fridge or an oven or like a microwave or even yeah. like a wall or they'll paint just it, repaint. repaint. They'll repaint the place white, yeah. s- sweep the floors and that's it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe hire a cleaning service for a hundred bucks. Change the light bulbs, and that's that's it. I Shoot. mean, they already have a cleaning service on retainer. So <laughs> but then you got the roof the, situation. <laughs> yeah, the roof. So it's gonna be like, what's going a, on with it this was roof? A whole issue. Yeah, a whole no issue. Kidding. But I don't know. That's just the slums of L.A. But I'm glad <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks for letting me like really experience it. Today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's you know, going through it in LA, some yeah, way. LA sells a dream, man. Okay, but the reality, well, I can you know. top you. I have okay. not had heat since December 28th. What? And in New York City, that sucks. Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Why? Because I, my building is dealing with man who wants all the tenants out so they can like, you know, flip it and make the millions. Wow. Yeah. So he's really trying to push people out yeah like oh the heat all of a sudden mysteriously broke yeah Mm, and it's just it's out of their control wow but they have a really nice fancy hotel down the street that they own wow (laughs) so how is that how's how's that legal well it's it's legal and it's more about legal process Mm. so everything just takes a really long time and right you can get fined, and then there's a court date, and next thing you know, winter's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, there we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like you're going to court in June over heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? At that point, the judge is like, "Get out of here." Yeah. Like, Come on. I'm but that, yeah, I'm sorry that happens. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just funny because you you think you can be in these like cities. Yeah. That have all of the functions and the, and the modernity, yeah. but then something like, "Oh no, I don't have heat." or my roof is leaking right. or I don't have hot water or something. And right. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, which is an issue my girlfriend's been dealing with. Pays a ton of money where she lives, but the water literally takes 10 minutes before it heats up. What? It's like, why does it take so long for the That's hot water? a long water? time. This is yeah. like 1960s behavior right yeah. here from yeah. these pipes. I don't get it, but... You know, it's everyone struggles, I guess, is the moral of the story. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, could you tell us like a little bit more about yourself? Like what, what what got you started in fashion? What's your what's your 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 vision all about? Yeah. So I studied fashion at the Art Institute of Chicago. Nice. And then from there with my good friend who lives here in L.A. and I'm visiting while I'm here, um, we moved to New York City together, nice. and besides going to a bunch of nightclubs every night, actually <laughs> got jobs in fashion. Nice. Beautiful. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow. So to every child out there thinking about studying that, you can tell your parents, look, here's proof. Mm. There are jobs out there in fashion. Yes. Yeah. There are jobs out there in fashion, and you can make it too, apparently. Chris I mean, made Chris it. Chris made well, it. Well, and 
a lot of the jobs that exist aren't mm-hmm. the jobs that they tell you about in school. Yeah. And the schools have gotten better about it, but back when I was in school, it was just like art school, then you studied fashion. Yeah. But like the actual job jobs, they didn't really go into detail. Right. So I ended up wanting to be a designer and I do have my own line. But I also work for other brands as a technical designer. And that kind of just didn't really exist. Mm. Um, And it's a big job. Like every single brand has these people like me um, who take care of how clothes fit. Okay. And so because I do that, like it really helps me with my designs and like making the patterns and getting it kind of like translating my vision a bit mm-hmm. like because i i know how to work with fabrics create the pattern and put it all together that's legit so yeah. who who's responsible for drop crotch pants who who thought that that was a good idea i don't know because i feel like that was some someone in the drop. engineering room like hey Dro- drop crotch the ones yeah. that, that have like an opening on your no crotch? the ones that like they go all the way down here and oh well that's definitely more of like a middle eastern thing though because like if you go to yeah. morocco it's very really? popular there really and that's like not that's it was part popular of here for like maybe a split second everything then, becomes popular in america for a split second right? yeah it faded away I guess but. it did. Mo- like man buns. But man buns, there's a couple of people who are trying to hold on strong. Okay, but don't you think yeah. like, the, okay, empty hammer pants, those are like kind yeah. of a drop crotch pants. They are. Hey. That's what makes okay. them so wild. It's like, wow, this was hot in the 90s. I think he had like some yellow ones. Yeah. Hey. Some glittery ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. Light bounces off of them. Yeah. And then it just like keeps morphing every few years into another <laughs> version. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. really cool. Do you do you post um on on your Instagram? I know I was looking at it. Do you are I didn't get a chance to like fully look at it, but are did you do you post like the dresses or are they like the finalized designs where a model is wearing it? I usually post kind of the final product. That's cool. So, a couple of years ago, I had like really gone big to get my line going and it didn't go. And I was like, "Damn, I have mm. a lot of clothes in my house. Yeah. What am I doing?" And I knew I needed to kind of rethink the whole situation. And I was reading this article about this girl who was a recording artist in L.A. And she said, I love L.A. And, you know, I want to, like, record something. And I put this thing on Craigslist and people collaborate. And I thought, well, maybe I could do this for, like, fashion photo shoots. So then I started, like, looking on Craigslist and, like, super connecting with, like, different photographers and stylists and hair and makeup people yeah, and almost like creating this like really fun network of new talent and working with them. Right. And then that's, what's been driving my Instagram. Nice. So sometimes I'll do like, you know, behind the scenes stuff on a shoot. Yeah. Um, not so much of me in the moment creating it mostly because i can only do things with like one hand half the time so like (laughs) you gotta hire a crew you know i'm a technical designer in some ways but it's more about clothing and anything else with tech i kind of i'm it's really over my head (laughs) so when you're working for other companies do you have to sign ndas and all that or yes just free no when i work for other companies there's definitely usually confidentiality clauses and things like that Truthfully, though, because I've been doing this for a long time, 
there's not too many new resources that a company is bringing to the table that I haven't heard of. Right. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow. So everything is recycled, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, or if it's something out there, like, let's just say a factory somewhere at the kind of like where I'm at with making my things right now, chances are I might not even, I would never use that factory. Right. Like if it's in a foreign country, you need larger productions, things like that. Right. So, and I'm pretty well, I make everything in the garment district in New York City. There's a lot of great little factories there yeah. and some really talented, awesome people that work there. And so I'm pretty well connected like in that whole world and can get a lot done. Wow. <laughs> you can good. like yeah. really put it out. Yeah. So. What, what you, so you've created now your own style, you said, right? You, mm -hmm. Like your own version of like, I haven't checked it out, but what, what is that kind of like? What kind of colors or what kind of fabrics do you use? So I was really on this track for many years. So it's like all luxury. Okay. And Ooh. then I've kind of flipped that up. And I'm actually doing a show here tomorrow night uh, for LA Fashion Week. And you could definitely say that the fabrics and everything is a lot more affordable for yeah. people and easier to wear. Like you don't have to dry clean all of it. Nice. Um, <laughs> handy. That's very handy. <laughs> So, but it has like a f kind of a feminine romantic thread that I feel like always has run through my designs over the years. Um, it's That's just cool. more like playing with like different ideas, like because of the show, um, it's more of like an event with different recording artists and other fashion designers. And so it has this more like kind of party atmosphere to it. So I really wanted to do like some fun stuff, some flashier things mm. and just create like a high energy fun show. Wow. And that's not a direction I usually take. So it was just like great exploring that for myself and like what does that mean but still staying true to my core elements yeah you know man i want to go watch this now like she makes it sound yeah. so exciting right like yeah. you're just like yo i want to see this and i've been to a lot of fashion shows uh, my friend marcus remember we were talking right. about it he invited right. us to to one at the pacific design center and it was outside they had like a whole thing and yeah. it was, it's cool i think the coolest thing to see is it's similar to when you see um like uh the paparazzi on red carpets but for for fashion shows there's a lot more photographers there's a, so many more photographers and it's yeah. just like yeah. one wall just filled with so many photographers and they're just like snapping away at this person and it's just it's a really cool thing to watch and like the the actual vibe of the place is like you said that one was kind of like a party there was a host though. She kind of talked for a little bit, and then they had a comedian. Maybe it was it was different, but it was still kind of like a similar vibe. I guess it's a it's a type of fashion show you can you can throw. Yeah, and like it's amazing to like see your work all come together. Yeah. Like whatever you do, you know, if you're an artist and you're making these pa as paintings and you're getting ready for a show, and then to see it all hanging, or if you're an actor and then you've been like working on this series and then the series finally comes out, you know? Yeah. And it's like so awesome to like have all these ideas that you've been sort of cultivating for the last like couple of months, couple of weeks, whatever it is, and then have it all together with like the music and then the right girls and just even the crowd and everything, like putting all that energy in one room. It's like, 
just feels good. <laughs> I bet it does. So do you do you have anyone in particular that you prefer to collaborate with or do you just do everything solo? I collaborate with certain factories, but I pretty much do everything solo and a lot of it is by financial choice, let's just say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. you have um, to live within your means. Yeah. When I do a lot of the photo shoots, there's definitely certain people that I've really enjoyed working with and we continue to collaborate. Yeah. And we always put out like really great work as a team. Um, like there's certain photographers or hair and makeup people. Right. And then they always know somebody, um, somebody else to bring into the mix. And... I just love that idea combination yeah. where like, you know, everybody's different and they all have their own visions, but then you're kind of like, you're really coming together and like talking about it and creating this thing together and coming out with this like awesome product. And yeah. so like I might be bringing the clothes, but then somebody else has like this whole beauty vision mm. that like. I envision a look in my head, but then they're like, Hey, Let's try this. And you're yeah. like, whoa, that's amazing. And then the photographer's like, okay, I like this idea, but like, I'm going to try to shoot it from this angle over here with this lighting and throw in this flare. And you're like, how'd you come up with that? You know, like <laughs> yeah. some random and it's good. Yeah. So I feel like that that's more of the collaboration I'm doing. Okay. But like making the actual clothes, I'm kind of more of a solo act on that wow that's legit yeah. that's awesome though because then you take full credit for your work yeah you yeah. yeah then when it's up there people say oh that's chris yeah yeah chris is a chris and original it's a chris original yeah. chris manthe yeah. original mm -hmm. that's awesome that's, mm -hmm. do you have a, a stage name that you go by or do you just use no. your line chris <laughs> <laughs> but i might need to come up with one yeah you why know? not you know what would you what it, what would it be have you given it any no thought? i mean well, my Instagram is Ms. Manthe. Okay. And I like it just because instead of the brand is Manthe Collection, but yeah. I like Ms. Manthe. It just kind of like it's a little more casual yeah. and I think approachable and not as serious. Yeah. It's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm I'm curious to know, like, it, it really sounds like you, you're very, very much along in your career. Like, you've experienced a lot of different things and... And, and you've probably worked with a lot of really cool people. Like what, what advice mainly I would say from, have you had mentors before? Have you been mentored before ever? I've had some really great people that I've worked for that have, I think been like a mentor and really let me fly yeah. and rise up and become strong. Yeah. And then like any career with longevity, then you also hit those points where you work with someone like insane and then, yeah. you know, you have to navigate that too. Mm. And it's always been like up and down and back and forth, Yeah, you know, and for extended periods of time, because sometimes you can want to work for a certain company because like you might love like the product that they create and you want to be involved in that. Right. But then there can be somebody that you work with that is just like, killing you every day um but mm. you just believe in whatever it is you're creating so you like yeah. walk through that oh man and then that 
passes and then you move on to somewhere else and then you end up with just an awesome person and you're learning from them and then you're growing and or you can change into the role a bit of a as a teacher and that can be like a new thing and you can be a teacher at any point in your career you know Mm. and it's just like that that good mix and that like this whole back and forth yeah and it doesn't i don't think it stops wow you know wow did you did did you study uh fashion in school you said you said chicago and you you got your bachelor's in that did you get Mm -hmm. a master's at all or did you go further no just the bachelor's you don't need it i went to art school too and i for fashion design you don't need it um you're either good or you're not good at most things in life need to get out there and do the work just because there's just things that you're never ever learning in school and you need to just be in companies and like experiment around like I wouldn't stay in a company more than two years probably for my first job like I think you need to like bounce around and like see what else is out there because everybody's you know even just using like different technologies to do the same job right different size companies like you're at a small brand and you do every single step you're at a medium brand and you're kind of somewhat under probably some supervision and you have a little bit of a job that's regular and then for a big corporate brand you're like a small piece in a very big pie where you're just working on a sweater or you're just working on denim and so you kind of like your product core is like super specialized at that point so i think What's awesome about the fashion business is there's so many different facets to it right. and you need to find out what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you don't always have to be the designer, you know, people, no. I feel like people are always attracted to that because I mean, I think people's creative nature is just like always drawn to something creative. Right. And that yeah. feel, I feel like that's one of the, the most intense places that you really have to be involved with in the creative process. Like you're coming up with the original ideas, right? Yeah. But, but, sorry. Um, but like you mentioned, there is a lot of different people that are involved in that, right? Like, look at everybody else who had their own ideas, who had to come up and build this portfolio. Like, this thing isn't just happening with one person. You know, it's, it, it really is a team. Like, I, it's, it's just interesting to see the way you, you, you broke it down that way. It's just, well, it's just like, okay, so you have an idea. So what? Right? You're right. Who's, what is that idea going to come from? Like, yeah. it's got to have a material. Where are you going to get that material? Mm. How are you going to buy that material? Like, are you buying it on the street? Are you going to a, f- a fabric vendor? Are you going to a trade show? And then are you the person that's doing that? Or is yeah. it somebody else that's actually buying the fabrics? Wow. And then like, okay, so then somebody has to like make a pattern and somebody has to do... And then somebody has to sell it and somebody has to ship it and somebody has to move it from one country to another country. You know, are you going to put it on a plane? Are you going to put it on a boat? And how much does that cost and your profits? Like, there's so many careers in yeah. fashion. Wow. <laughs> so, it's like, you can be like, I work in fashion, you know? And it's like, yeah. what do you do? I'm an accountant or I'm the logistics manager or... <laughs> or I'm a buyer. Yeah, or, or I'm the PR person. Yeah. I'm the social media coordinator, you know? Yeah. There's just like so many things to it. Yeah. And I mean, I was a stylist for a little bit. <laughs> I yeah. can I can officially say that, right? Yeah. I, I mean, you did the job. I did the job, and they, that's what they hired me for. So, 
and even though it wasn't really what I would would have thought it was, it really was just like putting outfits together, but like that were already basically together. Like the person did it at home, and then I was just choosing like put this on Monday, then that on Tuesday, and that on Wednesday, (laughs) and then they were like. Here's four hundred dollars. I was like, "What? <laughs> okay, I'll like, take that job every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every. Yeah. I'm not gonna every say time. no. And then you lint roll them when they get off camera. And I'm like, <laughs> easiest job ever. Done. <sighs> Free yeah. lunch. Yeah. Sometimes dinner. Yeah. I miss it, but I'm thankful. You know, it's in the past. I moved yeah. on. But fashion. I guess fashion wasn't for me. But it is for Chris because it sounds like Chris is doing really well. You Chris live, is called. Right. <laughs> She was calling, like, this is- yo, this was your calling. That's so crazy. Do you ever feel like you want to do something else? I've been thinking about it yeah. because I've been doing it a really long time. And yeah. I get thrown, though, because I just, I actually really love it. Yeah. I really love making clothes. And I've been on this, like, super volunteer kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I volunteer with New York Cares, and they have all these, like, really cool opportunities to do a lot of different things. And I've met some people like really fun people and you chat, you know, with either the people that you're volunteering with or who you're helping out. And I'm like waiting for like new inspirations besides fashion. I'm like, okay, but I really like fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you could like, like knock me down. I'm like, okay, hold on. All right, I'm ready to go yeah, again. Exactly. As long as you get back up. Yeah. yeah. It's the Spider-Man treatment. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's hard because I just love it. And I get excited about fabric and yeah. have dreams about it. And it's just in my brain. I'll see people walking down the street and I'll be like, oh, that's like a good silhouette mm. or like the worst is somebody wearing an ill-fitting clothes for me. I'm oh, like, man. no. They so need to do this and like they need to like pick that up and tuck that over there and like <laughs> um wow. so it's a little obsessive i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> i actually may need some professional help like I mean, a you little can do like, every, why don't why don't you just do a little bit of this a little bit of that yeah, yeah i'm do working it on it yeah. you know you know and i'm playing with some new ideas of like even the year all the time that i spent in fashion and all the people i've met like you know, where do I want to take it? Is it a book? Is it yeah. a documentary? Is it a podcast? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, we'd love to come on once you we'll do it. Yeah, see. heck yeah. What's, yeah. what's the most exotic fabric you've ever worked with? Mm, I like that. Um, or been in a room with if it's super exotic. <laughs> you can't use you it, can't but you can it, be in the same room. Look at it. I mean, I'm just a sucker for like beautiful beaded laces and just encrusted stuff Ooh. that sparkles yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that sparkle that cabinet. yeah yeah like a magpie i'm like yeah Ooh, whoa, what is that, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> this gets me every time and yeah, then they tell me the enough. price and i'm like <gasps> okay hold so, on <laughs> were you a big bedazzler did you bedazzle things no what? um I didn't have that toy when I grew up. Um, Me neither. (laughs) Me neither. I didn't want. I don't think I wanted it. I was like, like, I'm not sure I needed it. Yeah. My dad's like, you're not a bedazzling boy. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My dad wouldn't talk like that. But uh, <laughs> he's yeah, like, I love you, Willie. I know, right? <laughs> like, you can do whatever you yeah. want, son. Really progressive. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, <"All> right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go play basketball. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I was a Barbie <laughs> person. Yeah? Yeah. Made clothes for my Barbies. That's cool. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. My sister was a Barbie Started person. There. So was my friend Patrick. Really? He was a Barbie person too. Yeah. We just only love bar- Barbies. And then we have Chris. You see, Chris's journey started at Barbies. Yeah, exactly. And then you're over started here like. Barbie. Yeah. I, Barbies for me, it's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. But for her, it was like so significant. Yeah. That's, that's and, Mattel. Well, okay. So I Mattel. grew up in like a really, really small towns in the Midwest. Yeah. Okay. And. Where's that? So in Minnesota and South Dakota and like towns called like in North Dakota, towns called like Turtle Lake and Alden and like a couple hundred people kind of towns. And so Barbie was like glamorous because there's no glamour happening in the towns that I grew up in. They're like just really little rural communities. Yeah. And so and Barbie had like these great clothes and she had a pink car and a dream wow. house and so she epitomized like some glamour yeah and i was like i i like this i want to i want to know more <laughs> yeah yeah and since then you've just been boom 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 i'm i'm supplying barbie with her lifestyle yeah it's Ooh. not pink but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't That's have cool. to be yeah. what, are, what are the colors that are in this year or this season what are do you know well for fall for me i'm kind of doing like this rust copper richness like with some like deep reds burgundies always black you know i think that's the new yorker in me (laughs) i like that yeah never a day goes by that i don't mind a black item on my body yeah (laughs) um yeah little gold like burnished things are feeling burnished but that's for fall i mean but you know we still haven't hit summer yet so Mm. i mean screw summer (laughs) <laughs> are you kidding i'm so ready i'm so ready i know yeah. the weather has been so nasty here and yeah in Los it's Angeles. rained a lot i think we switched places with seattle <sighs> i don't know what it was wow. man it's but new really york I, we're, we're over here complaining about a little rain new I york's know, right? freezing new york's freezing and full of snow that's why it's the best time to come out to la yeah. right now <laughs> yeah even the yeah. rain's like it's better than the snow yeah that's yeah. true and then I'm like excited about Desert X that's happening right now. Okay. What's that? Um, yeah, what's it's that? like all these site specific sculptures, like kind of around Palm Springs area. I'm trying Ooh. to convince my friend to take a little drive there. Yeah. This Why weekend. Not? Um Yeah. And this is like such a great place. You guys have all this land out here. Yeah. So I can't wait to Desert like, X. check it out. Is that is that a free event or you gotta get a ticket? No, it's free. Really? Yes. <laughs> you just show up. And you just and show hang out. you just drive out into the desert okay. and you show up it's only and you like can get hours. a map and they show they show you all the destination spots what yeah okay. it's big it's big might, yeah like you can't miss check it. that out okay. yeah. yo i'm thinking like I, I gotta figure out like trip. what's up with like yeah. coachella and all that so this yeah. is like a nice little pregame yeah, get yeah. close to the area because i haven't I can get traveled. you used to like driving in that direction yeah you know you're like not sure if you exactly. can handle it so. i haven't been that direction yet so yeah, you know, let's Lewis try, let's and Clark. Maybe go to Joshua Tree. Who knows? Right. Let's yeah. just get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> get inspired, man. Yeah, you might get a new know, idea. I've been homebound for the last three months, so I'm just trying to go everywhere now. That's fine. Well, see, it's perfect. You can just get a driver. Yeah. And like, 
you know, like Luigi here. And just, oh. <laughs> I'm not a driver, sweetheart. <laughs> if you seen this guy drive, you'd walk. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not a driver. I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking here. It's uh, oh, man. like, it's not, I'm not a driver. That's comedy. Yeah. But. That, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'd be honest. When I was, when I was a uh, kid, I would always tell myself, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to get a license just because I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be a big famous actor and people are just going to drive me around. <laughs> you and, should just be in New York where you can just subway everywhere. Dude, honestly, it's not even that bad. I have Uber and Lyft and they're yeah. my personal driver. So it kind of worked out, you know? Yeah. You know, it's it. Okay. It, well, <laughs> I flew in today and your Uber drivers here need to step it up. Oh, you're right about that. Because yeah. they will have I have late. like a big suitcase, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm carrying the clothes for the show. And they don't get out of the car. And then there is a huge <laughs> baby stroller in the trunk. I'm what? like, why are you doing an airport pickup if you have your stroller in the trunk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? No, I support your lifestyle, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> I put it in just, the back seat yeah, or something. Yeah, tuck it under the seat or something. Like, Help yeah. us out. Or just, how about you just leave it with your baby? Yeah, I know, right? Just leave it at know, home. That, that might work, yeah. too. Yeah. But, but I don't know. People are just... Like I have a million things going on, but I'm poor. I just let me just get, hop in my car and drive some strangers. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I thought was thinking today, and I'm yeah. like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It gets, they might need some New York City training. Yeah, yeah. it's very relaxed. Well, you'll get occasionally no you get some some good people. You yeah. get some good people. I've had some good conversations, with, but then there's times when I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I yeah. just want to like sit in my element and just be like, I'm just, I'm just. I don't need anything else. Just, <laughs> I don't need anybody to talk to me. I don't. I just want to be still for a moment. Yeah. You know, in the Ubers and Lyfts. In the Ubers and Lyfts. Yeah. Like a lot of my, I would say like. When you get the notification and it's like, great conversation. It's like, ah. Oh, no, bro. They send. They talk to me. Uber and Lyft have, they send so many notifications. That's my biggest <laughs> fucking, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like, hey, we're five minutes away. Hey, we're three minutes away. Hey, I've arrived. Hey, I'm waiting for two minutes now. Hey, you've been picked up. I'm like, why do I need to know I've been picked up? Yeah. <laughs> you, I can see it in the app. I've been picked up. You don't have to notify me that I've been picked up. It's yeah. like, oh my. And then it just continues throughout the whole trip. We're picking up somebody else. We're five minutes away from your destination. I'm just like, oh, just leave me alone, man. It's the notification world we live in. Everyone yeah. wants to get a, a piece of you. Yeah. Oh, your let attention. Me, let, me, let me get your time for a second. Yeah. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to pick you up. No, no. They'll say something ridiculous. Hey, buddy, buddy. Uh, five nickels for a rub bag. What? Yeah, what? Uh, what are you saying, sir? Five nickels for a rub bag. What is uh, that? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I just wasted your time. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Very much so. It's like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. You know? So, like, what else are you going to do while you're here? You say you're here till Sunday? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the biggest thing is the show. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, number one. And just kind of, like, eat. Yeah. Eat food. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's know, my favorite some, thing to do like, on vacation. Food truck food is good. <gasps> like, Yo, the, I we got love a food truck for you. Just, do you like Mexican? Yeah. You like me- Yo, yeah. there's a oh, okay, food truck right here that is the best in LA. The best. In, honestly, we've had a lot of food trucks. It's always down to this one, man. Every single time, it's amazing. It's a pleasant experience. I love it. I keep coming back. What's it's the good. style? What's the specialty going on there? It's it's just they do it plain and simple, it's and it's very just basic. it's but it's they they 
they focus on the ingredients that are being made and they focus on just doing them right. And then mm-hmm. you take a bite and it's like everything just comes together and life as you know it has meaning again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it's a reason to come to LA. Uh, 100%. Uh, no, but life always has meaning. It's just when I eat that burrito, it just like, oh, it just bumps it up another level. You're just like, oh, life is good. Yeah, life you is know? great. It life just reminds you. We have no qualms. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I don't have any qualms. But I also like the energy here is like more laid back and you can yeah. feel yeah. it. Yeah. And like that's a nice break. That's, that's crazy good. that energy is palpable like that. Like, oh, I can. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in New York, it's like, oh, it's buzzing. Like, we're we're going. Yeah. We're going. We're not stopping. Yeah. Don't get in my way. I think because you guys have like more open spaces. So like the mm. sun can actually shine down on you. <laughs> <laughs> like. You're like okay this feels good i'm gonna yeah. just like hang out here for a while <laughs> i think i think um i think new york just has this sense of urgency for some reason like there everybody's just like constantly at that verge yeah, where like you might have buzzing, a heart attack buzzing, like buzzing. you're like what's next what's go, next go, go, go. like let's go it's and then fast, and then you got broadway pace. broadway is fast paced everybody's performing all the time and then it's like mm. that it floods out that energy floods out into the world and you're in Times Square with all this energy and all these people, big business. You got what? Like, there's so much Source. life happening in New York. Well, there's just a lot York. of people that yeah. you're constantly yeah. interacting with no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's because it's more of a street walking culture. Yeah. There. Which I like about it. So, like, you're not as, you're not in your car as isolated, even if you're surrounded by hundreds of other cars. Right. But you're really interacting with a lot of people in every single moment, like in everything that you do, like just to go out to a deli or just to, you know, you're going to work, whatever it is, whatever step you take to take out your trash. It's like, Hey, (laughs) 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 how long have you been in New York? It's been 24 years. Wow. So that's why you didn't say Minnesota. No, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I've carefully cultivated the nice. non Midwest accent, but yes. it does come out sometimes. So it does. You are no. who you are. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm the same way. And you know, I, I grew up all over, and I was super southern when I first started. Like, <laughs> oh, you're real, like super southern, and then you were goofy. I don't know. I, 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 I was good. Disney's goofy. Yes. Yeah, Disney's goofy. Don't sue us. Um, I actually didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. the movie Fargo came out. Really? And all my friends were laughing and I was like, I don't get it. And then I called my older sister on the phone right after the movie and all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I got it. I, got it. <laughs> I, I hear the whole thing now. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, that, <laughs> wow. that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I just, I've never had that. Like for me, people always tell me because I'm from Peru. People always are like, "Hey, you don't have an accent," and I'm just like, "Okay, like, <laughs> what is what that? is a Peruvian accent?" That's what I always say. I'm like, I don't, I, I've never heard a Peruvian accent. What like, does what does it sound like? Well, the thing is, we all speak in Spanish over there, so it's like you wouldn't hear an English accent. You know, yeah. we don't have a variation of that because we all speak Spanish. But you don't have different dialects. Well, we all speak uh, Castilian. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little. It's like Spain. We because that's that's who conquered us, I guess. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I discovered. Yeah, you colonized. Colonized, right? Yeah. yeah. But then it, uh, over time, I guess they split us up, and we all. I think. I think there's a couple s- still hard Spaniards in Peru. If you look for them, there's a couple Europeans. A lot of people from Europe migrated to Peru to South America, honestly. Yeah, but that's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, sorry. <Yeah. laughs> they're still migrating, okay? Yeah, they're still yeah. going down there. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's just it's crazy to see how much like the world is just f- moving forward, and especially in these next ten years. I feel like the next ten years, yeah, are just gonna be insane. Just yeah. especially with the stuff that I'm seeing, like five G, even just five G for for technology, for phones, for internet is just gonna be huge. Like, and that is only gonna make everybody's searching ability more fast yeah. and 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 more instant. Information is gonna, gonna just spike and yeah. go even deeper. And exactly, you can go deeper and deeper into this like world of information, which I think is very interesting. But I don't know. We don't have any proof of what these waves are doing to us, though. We're essentially the first guinea pig people of this whole program, like cell phones and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you're getting tracked in new ways all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like ways that you don't even realize you're getting constantly tracked. Like whether it's what you're saying yeah. or you know what you're looking at people are tracking your going to be tracking your eye movements yeah. and like every gesture everything I think that's insane you're tracking my eye movements and you're looking at what I'm looking at the longest that's insane that's mm-hmm. you, well what are you not looking at then are you are you watching me like <laughs> do everything else too yeah, like, that's what's weird. going on yeah. And understand. then who are the people that are watching you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How, how many of them? Who's exactly. that job? And like, where do you apply? <laughs> I just want to watch some people. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, honestly, Specific ones, okay? That Not would be everybody, super fun. but like, can I like put my top five names in? You got to join the NSA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. No, but company, do companies, because I, I feel like um Tinder and uh, Bumble and like all those apps have you know people to look through all the pictures you put on so you don't put anything inappropriate right they have to have i, I mean i guess flag the content but do you really want to like cycle through dicks all day and no some people might some people like <laughs> that's secret true. you know they're like that's true not a really normal person i, I can do this job i can that's do a well. stay-at-home job though <laughs> that's, that's a definitely st- a stay-at-home <laughs> job like you're not going to the office like and just a, doing d- that a basement job <laughs> you have yeah. friends who come over and you're like where's your laptop you don't have any type of computer it's like shh don't worry about it <laughs> I don't like the internet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you show that one friend your secret vault, and oh god, no! Like, what do you do get away? Run! I know, right? What your do you neighbors do for are work? like, you never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> this is all you do all the time, yeah. and then someone finally slaps you. You're addicted. <laughs> You're addicted to swiping on dicks. Yeah. Uh, the life of some girls. Oh my goodness. Crazy and or and, and or males, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say what? Yeah, <laughs> no. no. I, if you've ever been to Los Angeles, there's a huge gay community here, and all good for them. I'm I'm not trying to jump in in there, but you guys go ahead and do your thing. Like we ho is y'all's, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> my gay that's... friends have sent me plenty of dick pics. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, that's actually really funny. That's, it's just a guy thing. It's, it's like, oh look what we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not of themselves, of other people. Oh. They're like, check this out. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So New I York. Guess, What's going yeah. on in New York, man? New York is the city that doesn't sleep. No kidding. Right. So you're staying up and yeah. scrolling through things. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a vast place. Last time I, I went to New York, we were in this place for like eight, uh, or I'm sorry, until about 8 a.m. What? Mm. That's when we went home around 8 a.m. Yeah. Seems that was pretty crazy. accurate. Yes. I would never do that now. I'm much too old for that now. <laughs> but maybe. 
Who knows? It just depends. My it was really fun that time, so who knows? Maybe it'll be fun again. My cousin in New and he lives in New Jersey, but he told me about a club in New York that is just like a cube, and yeah. you go in and it's got three levels, but it also has a a basement, and so it's four different levels of different styles of music, and yeah. then there's just one giant staircase in the middle that just takes you up and down. Yeah, there there's this place like that in Savannah where where I, G and I went to school. His brother. Um, called club 51 51 degrees something like that and uh it was three different levels the first was like reggaeton spanish music second was hip-hop and the third was like techno edm yeah Yeah. well there's a couple clubs like that in la too i feel like well the last one i went to with jason that was like that there was three different places and like there was like a live singer and then he was doing freaking um hardcore edm like rave like hardcore rave and it was super loud man by the time i walked out my ears were like just ringing like i was like ah (laughs) honestly i was just like it was fun i didn't even i didn't even care i was just like ah i haven't watched i haven't come out and and, like heard him play in a while a couple people sounded a little muffled (laughs) but it was okay i was like i I just prayed about it and i was like i just need my ears (laughs) i need my ears lord (laughs) i need my i was like father please like i know i know i know i should have i should have worn some earplugs or something but please like save my ears Help like i won't do it out. again i won't <laughs> just give me my ears back my ears i know now so what are the popping spots in new york but where oh, do you i'm the go? worst person to ask anymore Uh-oh. well no, what, what are the like best I've places to eat then into this yeah? like workaholic that eats yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like, like yeah. goes to the gym yeah you know the whole like class thing yeah. is yeah. so big mm. really and i just feel like you just spend so much money taking classes mm. like at the gym you know <laughs> yeah. like if it's soul cycle or orange theory or there's a lot i mean you and seem fit though so they're working no it's good it's yeah. all good yeah. it keeps my brain on that's yeah. awesome yeah because so you know just like you guys like you're always doing like a couple things it feels like so mm-hmm. i'm like working yeah. for somebody else working for myself it's just a lot of information yeah i <laughs> to totally like feel keep you. my head together yeah, yeah. and de- de-stress at the same time yeah Get some yeah. of that excess energy yeah. off. Yeah. yeah it's very interesting actually because i i feel like you to get to that pinnacle point in life where you can truly do what you what you love also has to involve doing other things for other people that might not necessarily be your main focus, but it still involves in that world. So you're still allowed to kind of jump in there, right? Because your your brain is like, hey, this is potentially something we could also do, right? And I think that that's such a cool thing because it sounds like you like we we've we've been planting this idea like to be hyphenated, right? Have have your life be hyphenated, have multiple things, have multiple right. streams of income, like all of these different ways of of making money, but also finding opportunities that could create other opportunities or could get you to meet great people who could, you know, elevate your life and just it's it's completely possible, you know, it's completely possible. Well, it's like that world of being a creative collaborator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to always like keep your ears open to information and like who and how and where and when you can connect with somebody for that next thing that you want to do to make it happen yeah wow yeah you make it sound so simple (laughs) (laughs) she's like i've been doing this for a long time buddy (laughs) click i snap my fingers and boom boom we're collaborating that's the dream right yeah (laughs) honestly it really is honestly you'll meet i've met a lot of people in this city and who was it the other day someone told me i I was writing this super long email it took me like two hours to formulate and 
it was long because it was very specific about what I was asking this person, what what I you know who I was. I was expressing myself, mm-hmm. and they were like, "What if they don't respond?" I said, I, "It doesn't matter. I I'm still proud of the fact that I took the time to write this email because I'm proud of what I wrote." You know, and that to me was enough to just be like, goodbye. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, well, say la vie, you know? Yeah. Well, it's putting that energy out there and like that it's okay. And, you know, you have nothing to lose. Like it could go somewhere. It may not, but it could. So you can just like put it out there. Yeah. And like even for me to come out here with the show, it actually was like a friend of a friend, acquaintance that said, you should call Chris Manthe and see if she would want to come and do it. And I thought about it and like, I don't know, is it the right thing? Yeah. But then it seemed like this is like a really good opportunity to connect with some new people in a new way and in a different city with a different vibe. And who knows what can come out of that? Yeah. So if I can make it happen, I might as well try it and see where it leads. Maybe it'll be by coastal. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> and no better place than L.A., New yeah, York. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, like like celebrity clients or anything like that? Like, do you have you have you dabbled in that? Or because if you come to L.A., you can definitely dabble in that. Yeah. Not so much. I've had a few stylists hooking me up with some good people. Yeah. And so then that's always fun. And it's always great to see them on like a red carpet or at an event in one of your things or a stylist like put some stuff in a TV commercial and then that was like super cool to see. So, but that's part of like being out here is to, because I am like not quite known well yet. We'll just say that. Yeah. But to like get more known in a different way and in a different place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not always like following this like typical playbook. It's like, well, why not go to another city and see what that's all about? And then maybe that's the right hook, mm. you know, just instead of like saying, oh, I'm just going to like keep trying it, keep trying it the same old way all the time. Right. Right. Wow. Uh, that's that's I, awesome. I think switching it up is healthy for just life in general. Mm. You know, sometimes things just get stale and they might not be totally, you know, gone to waste, but taking a break from it and then coming back to it will definitely ha- let you appreciate it more. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to dump, jump into fabrics. Right. And all of those things that you wanted to dabble in. Well, it's just like, it's connecting. I feel like ultimately, mm-hmm. and like, who do you find that's going to like support and kind of like help you explode your talent out there in the world? Yeah. And that person may not be in the same city that you happen to be in. So why not scope it out? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, why not? Exactly. But I wanted to point something out that you said that it was just like, yeah, you do have to switch up your routine because it does get, in a sense, it does get stale because I feel like the brain just at some point is just seeing something so much that it's just like, hey, man, do something else. I, I can't come up with anything else right now. And then when, what I was going to say is it's just so hard sometimes because you could distract yourself from something and to try to get involved in another project. But you can also invest yourself in like, like, I feel like a lot of people, especially based on the conversations I've been having recently, I feel like a lot of people have been paying attention to the politics of the world now, mm-hmm. which is something a lot of people didn't used to do. Like most people didn't care 
Most people weren't watching the news consistently. But now it's like people watch the news every day. <laughs> you know, they're like new articles, new headlines, new everything. And I'm just like, it's very interesting to, to observe the way the way we evolved in that way, you know. Well, and it's a time choice. So then if you are spending your time doing that, then you're not doing other things. True. No, and I that could be like good or bad. It just depends. No, and and I I definitely understand that. I'm not saying you commit all your time, but it's good to still give yourself time to be informed, right? Because that information is still going to feed into the new ideas, right? Unless you're one of those people that we spoke about earlier that, (laughs) you know, chooses to just stay away from all of it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just done. I don't want to know about Trump. I don't want to know about Congress. I don't want to hear about, you know, Michael Cohen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Anybody. I I don't care. Nobody. I don't care. Who is Nancy Pelosi? It's inconsequential anyway, so exactly. who cares? Exactly. Yeah. No, bro. I mean, that's just... For me, I, I hear it every day. And sometimes I feel like... You know those days when you don't hear anything? And you're just like, great. Like, oh, something... Some, the world fell apart. The world... No, it's just like a good day. Like, I think there was a day... Oh, it's just a good day where, yeah, where you there's just hear really, nothing? You just hear nothing. Like, I there wasn't... Know. Like, there's no scandal today. Yeah, there's no scandal oh, today. Sadness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when you don't hear about the scandal, that's when the scandal is happening. <laughs> yeah, but I would rather just have a, that day of rest, right? Just yeah. like... Because I feel like a lot of people put that on themselves and it's like... it's. It's, it's on all of us yeah. in a way, but at the same time, like, you don't got to take it all. You know, it's it's a group effort, like you said. Even even the pain, even the, the suffering that, that it comes with living on Earth, with the fact that the weather yeah. is uncontrollable. Like, yeah. we don't have full control over that. You can't get caught up in it. But you sure you surely have to be aware of it, you know? Yeah. I think it's actually pretty cool, though, that a lot more people are paying attention. No, for sure to what's happening in their government and how it affects not just you, the government on a total U.S. level, but from your state to your city to your town, things like that, which people weren't paying attention to before. Right. That's how I we got to this I think a lot more point. activism is so noticeable yeah. every day, and that's exciting that people are joining together in new ways because before they were just like oh whatever but now they're like no i'm gonna like join in with this community group because i actually feel passionate about this and i want to do something yeah and it's pretty awesome because i don't think we've seen these types of movements with people in a long time yeah do you think uh trump was the reason all of this stuff kind of happened yes so for that one thing I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, thank you. Hey, it's a you yeah. got to get a win somewhere. You're right? a yeah. beacon of light in one way or another. And honestly, that's I, I, I'm that's a really good point. I, yeah. For me, the thing about the current stage of everything is just I feel like you, you can hate on it all you want, and like you can point out and criticize the president, but at the end of the day, it's like he he's not gonna fail a hundred percent of the time. Like. There has to be some things that are working or some things that are moving forward that are actually good for America, you know. But people just focus on like, oh, my gosh, look at him and just picking at the littlest things. And I'm just I I hate that. That's the like I hate that. It's just why. Well, all systems eventually break. So, you know, you can governments can go along and go along and go along. And then there's always a time where there's a break. And a change. And, like, definitely in the U.S., we're experiencing, like, a really big change. Yeah. And with that change, 
there'll be like a lot of negative things, but there's going to be something good coming out of this. Yeah. And it's an interesting road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. A you know, it's like every day you're like, okay. I feel like everyone <laughs> had to kind of see what vitriol and hatred we could actually spew in 2019 before everyone was like, whoa, we got to like actually like pay attention and do something about this because yeah. things aren't, sprinkles like we thought it was like yeah. it's actually some some people that have strong opinions about things that you know morally might not be right so well and it's inspired like other movements outside of the political yeah world you know like me too or like talks about racism and yeah. things like that and it's just because more people are standing up and because they like are saying, hey, I can stand up now. Right. Whereas right. before it was kind of like, okay, this is how it is, and I'm just not going to say anything. And yeah. so it's like, it's a really interesting, good moment that brings out some like tough, bad things, but it's like, I think it's moving in a positive direction. Yeah. That's and awesome. with social media and the advent of that, you know, now the average Joe has a, a larger voice, he can reach more people. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, just to chime in about a topic, now everyone can see, oh, well, Jim Bob has a good point. Maybe we should consider that as well. Yeah. So I, I think <laughs> Jim <that> Bob. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I love that. Could be the randomest people. Yeah. But uh I was I was actually just yeah. really fast. This was a, just popped into my head. Um I, I was noticing oh, man, it's kind of fleeting now. As I'm thinking about oh, it, man. it's fleeting out of my head. It was something about uh, you know what? Oh, I man. totally forgot it. Oh, ah! It was it was it was interesting. Though. It's okay. It's, it you think about it, and in the meantime, I want to ask you this: Go since you've been in New York for a while now, um, were you there for nine eleven? Yes, I was. Oh wow! What was going on with you during that time? Well, I was working not downtown in that area, but downtown. Yeah, and. Truthfully, it was just really surreal. Yeah. Like, even just watching the first tower be on fire, you're just like, oh, the tower's on fire. But, like, you didn't fully know what was going on because even though we had cell phones, right. um, th the news, everything wasn't, like, up to speed as it is now. Right. And so people were just, like, standing on the street looking up. And then the second plane hits. Yeah. And then it's like, something is really wrong, but you don't know. Yeah. And then, so I, um, went into my office cause I was running late for work and thought I was going to get in trouble. And that's like a weird New York mentality. Like yeah. <laughs> burnings are build <laughs> buildings are burning. You're like, Oh shit. My boss is going to be mad at me cause yeah. I'm late. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, you realize then it, you know, it all kind of everything crashes down and, Still, it was just bizarre. Like, you would see people coming up, like, covered in white dust. Wow. And it was just, there's no other words. It was just surreal. And then I was living in Brooklyn at the time, so I couldn't get home. And I stayed at a friend's, and we went to the grocery store, and the shelves were just, all the stuff is just being ripped off the shelves. Wow. Like, people were just panicking wow. to like imagine. get provisions and get inside yeah. and then you just get inside and then you just sit in front of the television and right. see what happens and 
you know, if you had somebody you knew there and you're trying to find out information and just days of just waiting for information. And then the next day I walked home across the Brooklyn Bridge and just hundreds of people were walking home because the entire city was just shut down, which is pretty impressive for New York. Yeah, they shut everything down. And there was so much love that came out of that time. And it could just be like simple everyday things and the people that you interacted with. And you just felt like a much greater love. Yeah. And it was like a turning point for the city and like how you looked at each other on the street and how you supported each other. And then, you know, all the people that came and helped volunteer and just even the firefighters and the EMT that would go um, down to the World Trade Center every day and you'd have people on the West Side Highway with signs of support. Like, whatever they were doing that day, that's just what they did, you know? They were just, like, supporting these workers that were, like, helping out. And it was just, it was really amazing. And even businesses that had been closed for a really long time. And when they opened and you'd go back to, like, a restaurant or your favorite bar or something and but it meant something right and they're like oh we're so good to see you we're glad that you're okay right and it was just it was good that day kind of put everything in perspective for everyone and all of those problems outside of well really all of the problems just became trivial yeah like it wasn't yeah there are the little things didn't matter yeah, I think. I mean, just shocking sadness to yeah. it. Yeah. As well, and you know, the, of course, there's like a lot of documentaries, and there's a lot of visual that anybody can see from that day. But it's, mm-hmm. it was the intensity and that whole feeling, and everybody, of course, has a different experience from it. Um, yeah, I think everyone yeah. knows where they were and what they were doing that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, wow. I've only, I mean, I, I was in New, we went to New York, I think in like 2002, I believe right yeah. after it. I yeah. always thought it was like 2001, but I, apparently it was like 2002, I believe, mm-hmm. which is okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I didn't have to be there and just, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but I, I've, I remember being a kid and like taking the train around ground zero and it was just like a bunch of stuff. Like they had cleaned up a whole bunch, but there was still construction barely starting for the, like the next building which i was like damn you guys are just start making another one (laughs) you know like nothing stopped which i thought was very interesting the american spirit you can't keep us down yeah they were just like just build a bigger one yeah freedom tower yeah freedom tower and so i think that's so cool my favorite um not not that you should have a favorite um like monument or museum or anything about 9-11 is actually i believe in new jersey and it's right across new york and you can actually see like there's like a big like circular thing that you can see and it allows you to when the sun hits it right you see like the two towers reflect oh, and cool. it, yeah mm. I, I'm, I'm i'm as i'm saying it i'm like it, do, am i remembering this correctly i believe i am but i'm not it's in new jersey it's in a park but you have to go deep in the park and then they have the monument there it's and i believe they have the flags yeah That's i think cool. I, I, it was just it was it's one of those things where it's like i would you know you hear about it. I've watched a lot of documentaries. I've watched a lot of conspiracies about it, you know, yeah. but 
at the end of the day, it's like people still lost their life. You know, yeah. a lot of, like you said, the city was just shut down and it just halted, you know? And it's like for a moment, <laughs> shut down. And, and I think that for a moment, people were able to stop and really think about what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's why you're saying it's like there was a turning point sensation there because a lot of people were like, dang, look at other people. Look at what, what what just happened. Like that wasn't supposed to happen here in America. Yeah, right? It's that just was- a random Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to just yeah. be a random Tuesday, I guess. Was well, it on the Tuesday? I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was okay. Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. Wow. Yep. Never forget. I was in Maryland. It's weird. I was in Texas. Surreal is the perfect word. It's surreal. Surreal yeah. is like. Is this a dream right now? <laughs> I don't understand. Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, life is a dream though. So I mean, yeah. <sighs> I, she's like, I hope not. I have all these ideas. I still. Have <laughs> <laughs> that means I have a lot of dreams. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Were you a big dreamer as a kid? Did you see yourself like you? You were dead set. Like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be a fashion designer. I'm going. I'm going for it. Yeah, you know, just nothing else really interested me yeah. that much. Because yeah. obviously, you know, you're in school and they make you take like all these random subjects and stuff. Yeah. And I just really liked art. And then when I knew that, oh, like fashion, maybe I could do that and yeah. just fell in and stayed in. Wow. That's legit. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, first of all we just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show yeah um you we really been, appreciate like it. everything you've been saying I, I it almost feels like it flew by because honestly i'm just like there were so many things that we talked about yeah. and so much information that you shared with us which we appreciate thank you um before we let you go just it, would you mind telling everybody where the people can find you like on instagram or like where they can contact you if they want to work with you or you know and whatever also tell us about the event yeah uh, tell us about the event well. and then at the very end just some advice for someone who's thinking you know what tomorrow fashion i'm starting that's a lot <laughs> 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 that's a whole show. you got it but yeah. um my instagram's ms manthe okay and so anybody can find me and contact me and i'm always open for a little collab how do you spell that m-s-m-a-n-t-h-e-y mm. oh, nice like Ms. Manday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those phonetics in us. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, so I'm doing the Sanctuary, New York, Sanctuary Fashion Week show. Yes. And it's going to be super fun because there's like four or seven other designers. Yeah. And then there's some cool recording artists, all local LA musicians, and some of them debuting like new singles. And then there's some other artists doing more traditional art that's on display and some cool hosts like Portia Coleman and she'll be dropping a song and it's just going to be like a really good night. Better yet, the tickets are only $25 and part of it goes to two local charities here. Beautiful. Yes. And one of them is called... Create Now, which empowers through arts and education youth ages like 2 to 21 that have been victims of abuse or homelessness or drug addiction. Nice. So that's like a super cool thing. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one is called Project Angel Food. Okay. And they deliver like something like over 1,400 meals a day. Wow. That they prepare, pack, and hand out to um, people that are impaired with extreme illnesses. Wow, wow, that's a cause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like this guy, um, 
Kevin Gray Hayes and he's kind of put this whole thing together and it's great that he's kind of like married like the music and the fashion and the art and then it's also like a good cause. Yeah, like let's party for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You know, we are all talented people, good looking and we have some money to spend so let's help others let's have some fun. as we help ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That's to awesome. another drink. So my <laughs> advice for anyone is like, you know what, just follow your dream follow the desire and don't be afraid to take a different path yes and if you still love it and you like get knocked down so what take a break try it again try it a different way maybe it's in a different place i don't know but whatever it is just like you can always keep going after it right Mm -hmm. if tommy wise out can make it anyone can make it (laughs) If you, I, if, if you the guys listening don't know who that is, just Google them and talk to us later. Yeah. The but, room. Just yeah. Google the room. And Google you'll find the room them. and you'll find them. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much, Chris. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris, for this coming on the super show. This was super fun. We had a blast today. Episode 13. I, I hope oh. you guys learned something. We Ooh. had a killer time. We're going to go hang out. Who knows what we'll get into. Chris is in LA. Christmas in LA. It's about to be lit. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you guys on episode 14. Thanks for listening. Peace.